As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We are not a podcast. We are a community. Remember, your past does not dictate your future. You determine your success. Without further ado, let's get to it. What's up, what's up? We're back in the building. It's a, just a duo today. Yes, sir. Hey, Photop had uh, he had prior engagements with the wife. <laughs> so uh, happy, happy wife, happy life. That, that he didn't forget about. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> if she listens to this episode, he did not forget about. He did not. Those dinner about. plans or whatever plans y'all had made. Exactly. That's funny. Yeah, man. This episode, I said I wasn't going to. Wasn't going to talk about it, but this episode was inspired by, you know, one of my one of my favorite Pixar films. If you have not seen it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, they're not paying me to say this, but uh, the movie Up with the old man, the house with the balloon. Yeah, yeah. you know, I've never seen it before. Bruh, you need to see it. You got to see it. I might watch it tonight. I'm pretty sure it's Pixar, not Disney, but yeah, it is. It is. But anyway, so I was thinking, you know. I was watching the movie and I was just thinking like, man, how often do kids dream? And then when they dream, like the sky's the limit, like every kid dreams, you know what I mean? Like every kid imagines themselves putting a cape on and just pretending and, and being creative and doing whatever. But like eventually that stops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As kids, the sky's the limit. We know that 100%. As we get older, a ceiling is created. And over time, that ceiling gets lower and lower. Yeah. You, you like how I drop my yeah, voice? Lower, yeah. lower. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, the ceiling hits its lowest point, And this can be in different seasons for people, right? It's not always in the same season. But what makes us create those ceilings for ourselves? I think I think failure. Either failure... Um, a feeling of lack, outside voices. Hell, I can go on and on. The The sky is still the limit when we're older. Yeah. I think our vision may be just blurred to what our current reality is. And that may make us think what is possible may not be possible any longer because of what we are currently experiencing, whatever predicament you may be in at that point in time in your life. Mm-hmm. It may skew what you think is, is your dream or it may water down your dream for that, for that, for that instance as well. So- yeah, I mean, I it could be. I think I think all those things have have a, have a part to play into it. To answer your question, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I agree with you. I I thought back to society, you know, relationships. It could be it could be your own parents that that make you just you know hang up that dream of. Yeah. Especially, you know, this could be just based off of your your circumstances growing up, but right. So, so, say somebody dreams of being a doctor. Yeah. But their parents know that there are there are no doctors in the family. Yeah. And so, by trying to protect that that child, they'll say, you know, well, you know, what about a teacher? Yeah. You know, like because yeah. teachers still, you know, yeah, highly respected. Yeah. And I think just from there, people just start lowering like what it is and raising those ceilings for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and it's not that our you know families relationships, be it parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, whatever it is, it's not that they're they're doing that to harm you. I, I a lot of times I don't think that's what the case is. I just think yeah. they put their own limitations on you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we see that every day. See all the time. Yeah. 
So, it's, uh, so it's, it's uh, I think you said before. I think it's trying, they're trying to protect you mm-hmm. by telling you, okay, how, why, why, not, why not be a teacher or uh, or engineer, if case may be, right? But like engineers, just as hard, depending uh, on depending on which which route you go. Oh, uh, I mean, it, it could be, it could be, it could be. You're right, it could be. Also, one thing that can do it too is is resources. Yeah. All right, it costs to go to med school. True. It costs to go to college. So unless True. you get a scholarship, that can be another hurdle possibly. Mm. In those situations, if you aren't solution minded to be okay, cool. My current economic position is not one in which I can afford to go to college or go to med school. Let me figure it out, right? What grants could I possibly uh, receive? What scholarships could I possibly earn? So I could go and pursue this dream I have. But again, if you don't have the mindset and or if it's if it's not possible for you, then yeah, th- th- that dream begins to change. Uh, you begin to shift your path in life. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so. We're gonna flow on this one. This is gonna be. I'm I'm ready to hear what what you have to say. So mm. some people choose to live with those those ceilings the rest of their life, right? Yeah. We we see that. We understand that. We I mean we we meet people all the time that we can tell just from their self talk or when they are communicating with us, like they've already put that ceiling on themselves. Yeah. And we can come back thirty years later. They're probably going to be doing the same thing. Um, maybe a little bit more resentment <laughs> yeah you know mm-hmm. i'm sure that's going to come yeah. but um you know we see that all the time but so we see people that choose to live with those ceilings and we also see people that choose to break through those yeah what differentiates the two like what why do some people choose to to break through and why do some people just choose the, those ceilings hell i mean it could be a mindset it could be a drive right it's the same thing uh the story that folks folks always always told uh it's this little parody, if you will, it was it was two two brothers. Their dad was an alcoholic, right? One brother went on to have a great life, never drink. One brother became an alcoholic. And they asked the question, they said, why don't you drink and how did you become successful? And he said, well, my dad was an alcoholic. They asked the other brother the same question. He said, well, my dad was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. right? Same situation, same household, two different mindsets and perspectives on the situation. Right, same thing. How you got guys who grow up in the hood? Some make it out, some don't. And they ask you, okay, cool. Why don't you make it out? Well, my environment, my, my predicament, this and that, how I grew up. Other guys, well, how'd you get out? Mm-hmm. Well, my environment. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I knew how I didn't want to live. I knew how I wanted to break my kids and my mom up, my family's up. Uh, so that pushed me to get out of the hood. Yeah. Right. Or out of the trailer park, or the case may be. Right. So I think the mindset behind how you respond to the current situation you're in, which affects the ceilings, right? Yeah. The, those folks have dreams as well. Yeah. And they allow those situations to to lower their dream and others allow it to heighten their dream because of the pursuit to get out of that current situation mm-hmm. that they're in. But it's drive. I, I think I think when you have uh, enough internal will to say, I want this, I'm going to get it, nothing's going to stop you yeah. no matter what you're in. And so those who choose to uh, a lot of dream to be lowered, and they fall within that system of complacency, which creates resentment, which creates regret, because now you're wondering, okay, what if I did do this? Right. Uh, you're living this fraction of a life because they didn't have the drive or the really the want to or the will to push out and try to make it happen. Yeah. Against all odds, uh, against whatever it may be against them, uh, I think anything is possible. And we've seen folks come from the worst situations that have achieved their dreams and beyond that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so the mindset, mindset, will, determination, focus. Yeah. I'm curious where the drive comes from. 
because for me, like if I'm, if I'm looking at those two individuals, right, one person made it out, one person didn't. Now I'm trying to go back to the beginning and, mm -hmm. and see like, was there somebody in that person's life that were that were speaking to them, mm -hmm. that were speaking things over them? And maybe the other person didn't have that. Yeah. Or or could it have been the opposite, right? Mm -hmm. To where the person that was having stuff spoke over them, they themselves, they weren't listening. They didn't yeah. believe it. The other person was like, I don't have anybody like that. I want to be that for my kids. Yeah. I want to be that for my children. Yeah. It's It's crazy when you think about it because you would think the person that had the person pushing them, yeah. right? And I, I look back on my life, which, and we'll talk about our own personal experiences yeah. here soon, but like, it's crazy how it doesn't really, you you don't know. Yeah. You could have somebody, the support system, and still not have the drive. Still not have, yeah. I mean, I think we see that all the time. Hell, I see all the time in my, my personal family, my younger brothers on my, my mother's side. Hell, man, talented, and all, it's all get out, right? Athletically, educationally. Right, and my mother, I was a single mom with, with those two guys. Their, their dads aren't around, so you gotta imagine raising two young boys that that have all the skills. So their their surroundings have dictated their behaviors, if you will, right? But all, they still have voices from the church guys who pull them in, talk to them, try to help coach them, mentor them. Me, my, my brother Ronnie, always calling the same thing. We're telling them all this, all this stuff to do, and it's like it's going one year or the other. Mm -hmm. But they do it for a little bit, and then it, it reverts back. And again, and I think that right there. I mean, in terms of drive, this internal drive, you have some people who are just internally lazy, Yeah. right? They don't, don't want to do anything. Like for me, I would not want to live like a bum, mm -hmm. right? No car, like no money, no job, stay in my, 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 my mama crib, 21, 22 years old. Like me personally, that drive, I think the drive is just inherent within me. Like, I, I got, I, I, my, my, my father, like I was raised a certain way, but I always had some, uh, an inherent like natural drive right. to want more. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you asked earlier, like, like where does it come from? I think you either have it or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, honestly, I think you do. But and, and again, you, you you can you can what they always say: you can lead a horse to water, but can't make him drink it. Yeah. You got folks that have so much potential, and they just they sabotage themselves, in in all reality, and that's unfortunate. But I think uh, when you were talking about the piece about how somebody speaking to your life, Inky Johnson spoke about that one time as well. He grew up in the hood, hood right. of Atlanta, and he was saying how uh, he had guys uh, that coach from his, from his young uh, young age pour into his life. He had guys in the school uh, pour into his life, and only him and his cousins who had that kind of guidance mm -hmm. went to college. Mm -hmm. Everybody else didn't because because they didn't have the they didn't have the influence. And the only route they saw were drugs and, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure there were some who did have that influence, who still got caught up in the drugs and stuff as well. Yeah. I think it's still a choice, yeah. right? They always say uh, knowledge knowledge is good, but applied knowledge is better, mm -hmm. right? I can talk to you all day about what's good for you. You still got to apply what I'm saying. So it's a choice. It comes down again to a drive, a will. How how do we know who has that drive or not? You won't know until I guess you see it, I guess. Yeah. I believe you and I agree with you that there's something innately like brewing inside you yeah. where you know like from the beginning like oh I'm I'm the one yeah. you know I'm I'm the chosen one <laughs> uh, because that's that's a little bit of of my story like mm -hmm. I didn't want it though <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. I just felt like it was a lot of pressure yeah. to to carry the torch after 
you know, uh, my my grandparents passed it down. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I didn't understand why I why it had to be me. You know, they there were there were other people that could do yeah. it. But when I look around, there weren't really other people. There were other yeah. people there. There were other bodies, but nobody else was driven the way that I was driven to make it happen. Which which is a blessing. I was looking at it as a curse. Yeah. Because I was looking at it as a burden, like, Lord, I don't want this. Yeah. And he was like, well, if if not you, then who? I remember, I know we talked about this. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. I I had to get to the point where I was okay carrying the torch, yeah. you know? And and once I once I got to that point, the one the stress went away. Yeah. But like doors began to open and I didn't have to push them open. They yeah. just started opening. You saying once you began to accept your position, mm. or really your responsibility, responsibility, things began to open up. Yeah. Versus you fighting against it. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to be, because I I saw the responsibility coming, well beyond like in college, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I had my son in college. Yeah. And so it was even more responsibility. So I'm like. I, it can't be me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what, what was it? Was Moses the one that had uh, the stutter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, whoa, it can't be me. He said, not you don't me. want me to go up there and talk to him. I stutter. He was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and I choose you anyway, right? Man. I choose you nonetheless, mm-hmm. uh, even with all the other thoughts you have. Uh, so my, my, my story is, I guess, a little bit different, which again, I think it's two different, two different sides, right? My father's side, my mom's side. Like, on my mom's side, I have that responsibility to 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 be that, right? I I, I go back home to Michigan. I'm always all my cousins and aunts. They're always, oh, this, that's the businessman. That's oh, how you doing? Everybody think I got hella money, and <laughs> I don't. Yeah, they think I'm a whole lot better than I am because of how I live. Yeah, right. How I carry myself. My dad was the same. My dad was the same way. My dad left Michigan with Atlanta, and he's he's doing really good now. But before he was doing good. He was that light, if you will, that example everybody went to and called because he was living a different kind of life than what they were. Yep. He was the example. You are the example. Right. So for me, I view my mom's side of the family as me being that example, being the one to show how you should live, what you should create uh, for your family, uh, saying things for my mom, all the kind of stuff as well, doing things for her, more importantly. But and then on my on, on my dad's side, on the flip side of that, my dad's side and my stepmom, my dad got married when I was, when I was four. To my stepmom, and she like, she came from success. Mm-hmm. Doctors, lawyers, NFL players. My, my my granddad was the CFO of a company. So 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 like that was already there. So the internal drive for me on that side was to live up, was to live up to that. Gotcha. Right. So I was trying to live up to what I seen from 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 this side of the family, while also being an example for this side of the family. So the, so having that kind of helped me progress in life. Yeah. Because I didn't want to disappoint. This side of the family. 100%. You get what I'm saying? I I get that wholeheartedly. So not to cut you off, but very similar. So my grandmother, when she met my, when she met my granddad and my granddad that raised me. So not my mom's, not my mom's birth dad. Yeah. Pa. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my granddad. You know what I mean? When they met each other, my grandma moved them. Like obviously my granddad was in the military and they, once they were stationed in Texas, when I was when I was born, they, yeah. they retired. Right? They had already raised three kids. Yeah. Then raised me and my brother. But I started thinking later in life, like, why did my grandma take us away from like her family? 
you know what I mean? In South Carolina. Yeah. A lot of them moved to New York, but a lot of them still in South Carolina. My granddad's in Maryland. Yeah. Um, his family. And so I'm like, why did they move us to Texas yeah. and then just stay there? Well, you start visiting, you know, you start visiting family and, and not a knock on them, but my grandma was that person in that family. Yeah. Where they looked to her for to be the responsible one. Yeah. And to lead them, if you will. Yeah. And so once I was able to see that when I was older, I was like, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if if we would have been raised in that environment, I mean, <laughs> who who knows? You know what I mean? Who knows? Who knows? You're right. I still think we we would have been okay just because of my grandparents, right? Yes. But I think things could have could have been a little different. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. No, so I always ask that question, the uh the what if question, right? Cuz uh before I moved with my dad, I lived with my mom. Mm-hmm. I was four years old. <laughs> the path I was going down, even at four years old, was insane, right? We so we we lived in Campal projects. Uh, I was going to Alger Elementary School, got kicked out because I was fighting and and humping little girls and cussing teachers out. Girls, how old were you? Yeah, but, but legit, bro. <laughs> like I had little girlfriends and stuff. And then I, and then I went to Camp Paul, like right right in the middle of the projects. And uh, me and my brother Ronnie were going. We were only two years apart. And I was in kindergarten, and same thing. It's, it's, it's the same projects that my granddad grew up in and my dad grew up in when they were the little kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. Talk about a, a damn cycle, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad began to break that, obviously, when he left before that piece. But like at that point in time, he wasn't in my life. He, he, he didn't think I was his son at first, originally. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> different time, different time. <laughs> different time, different time, right? So, like, so I was growing up in an environment where I saw folks having sex, saw folks fighting, right? Saw folks cussing all the time. So I was just, I was just portraying what, what, what I saw. Yeah. And so imagine this, this four-year-old, five-year-old being a hellion, right? My dad was already in Atlanta, but my uncles and stuff was around. My grandmother was there. He found out I was his son. So then he started having my uncles kind of come grab me, all that kind of stuff and discipline me. But like, I, I always question. If I never left Michigan to go live with my dad, mm-hmm. where would I be right now? Mm-hmm. Right now, would would I have ended up growing up and matured and and and, and life changed around, or would I be in jail and dead? Mm-hmm. Right, that, I always ask that question because I'm 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 very curious about that as to what would happen because you people always say you know we all got you got to pull yourself by your own bootstraps. A lot of folks ain't got no damn laces in their boots. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And seeing cats, man, that that I grew up with when I was that kid, seeing where they are, some have succeeded and gone on and did great things. Yeah. Regardless of, like, I got my, my my cousin Dante, right? Dante grew up in a broken home. His dad was a crackhead. His mom had different boys in and out of the house. He went on to go to college, Grand Valley State, played football, D two football. Now he owns his own business, got his own family, married, two little girls, built a house, living a great life. Yeah. Right. His siblings, they not. What's the difference between him and them? Again, I think it comes down to that desire, yeah. that will. He was in the same environment they were in, yeah. the same situation they were in. He chose he wanted better. Now, Dante, when he was younger, he's the same thing I was. He's a bad kid like me. Yeah. As he got older, he began to get the right influence. I, th- I think he made shifts in his life. Hold different person now. And that could have been me, possibly, as well. Right? You never know. But that's the example of... You got folks who are in the same household, totally different results. It got to be something inherently within you 
that switches and obviously having the right influence. I think he had coaches who helped guide him directly from that path. That helps too. Having the right exposure mm-hmm. allows you to shift, right? So you can begin to have a better life for yourself. Yeah. Or at least see better. See better. For yourself. Yeah. Uh, you still got to choose to make that happen. But I think exposure is everything. And I was exposed when I moved my dad to a better life. And I was I was I was kind of I got my asshole too, so like, <laughs> so that, that helped kind of shift behavior as well. Right. Uh, so guidance and discipline creates growth. Uh, but I think a lot of folks, man, who have in, in the hood, their dreams get killed because they don't think it's possible. Yeah. Because they aren't. And I, I think last season we had Ashton come on. We talked about that whole, that same piece about how he, he didn't think his dream come true. Yeah. Until he was exposed to something different. He left the area he was in. He saw. Uh, a, a different reality, mm-hmm. and that dream came back to life and expanded beyond that point. Uh, but exposure is huge. Yeah. So, what about people that aren't driven that that come from money? Oh, I, I, I think I think you see that more than you see folks who are in the hood that I, or, or in the I projects do. that that I agree. <laughs> they got it. Because because think about it, like a lot of folks who come, who come from poverty, all they want to do is get out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, whether you come from from the Asian slums, the the white slums, the black, it don't matter. A lot of folks. They want to get out, and they have that drive. Now, they may not have the resources possibly to do it, or 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 as many options as those who come from wealth to do it, but they want to do it. Mm-hmm. And and some make it happen, some don't, unfortunately. But I've seen more folks that have the resources, have the options, be the most laziest ass people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, it's like, mind blowing. Like no drive, no determination, because because their whole life they had it handed to them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But then I do know I know, I know folks too came from wealth who have hella drive. True. Right, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, so it goes both ways. Also, people who are poor that have no drive, also. So I think it, it, it go both ways. But in my mind, like if I had the resources and I had options, man, I would be trying to get everything I possibly could out of life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm wired, though. Um, and so for me, like I understand what I'm building. I know my kids are gonna be growing up in a wealthy mentality, but I don't want them to have. I want them to never lose the mindset of of grinding and grit, understanding the the, the beauty of. Going out and chasing something, mm-hmm. they won't have to, but I want them to. Yeah. So they had that mindset of being a lion, right? Not being a sheep, mm-hmm. right? Always being hungry, not being satisfied. Yeah. Right. And I think a lot of folks come for money. They they, they cool because they got everything. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they, they never went. I think those who have gone without always have to drive for more. If you've never been without before in your life, you know what that feels like, right? I think that's part of it too. Why a lot of folks who come from money don't really have a lot of a lot of want to, if you will. Yeah, you have to keep that hunger and realize and figure out what your why is. Yeah. Like again, this is the only life we have. Yeah, you know, like, and so when you when you just think about that for a second, yeah, like this is it. You don't have another. You're not coming back from what we know. From what, you're yeah. not. <laughs> what we believe yeah. for what we believe. You're not. You're not coming back here. Yeah. So, as the person that you are right now, so figure out what your why is. Figure out what motivates you and what moves you. Like yeah. I was talking to my aunt the other day after I ran that ten mile race, and just because of how I'm wired, once the pain started setting in, you know, I had to start. I had to take myself to a very dark place mentally, <laughs> just to 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 push myself through. Yeah. Now let me tell you, my last few laps were the fastest laps I had the whole race. That's crazy. Is, it, is that not crazy? It's wild, mind blowing. The last lap, 
I destroyed the other laps almost by a minute. Why do you think that is? Because I know my why is so strong. You can't. You can't I mean, but take. Like, but like, like in that moment though, like in that moment, because you tired, right? You yeah. ran eight miles. Your body, your body, saying, "Bro, yeah, my knee is still hurt." What are you it's doing? A week to later, me? what are you doing <laughs> to me right now? And so you said you you shifted your mindset, yeah, to a dark place. What is a dark place? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is is this viewer friendly? <laughs> oh yeah, it's viewer friendly. So for me, let me let me build to it. Let me build to it. So. I've always known what I wanted. Okay. You know, like luckily, you know, I was I was very fortunate to grow up in in a two-parent household, regardless if it was my grandparents or two-parent household. I always knew what I wanted. Since fifth grade, I I knew. Like I was a fit I was a kid that was dreaming about the blueprint of my dream home. Like you couldn't tell me anything. You couldn't tell yeah. me I couldn't have it. And not only that, like I had people speaking over me, like that. I was going to do things, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like when life hits, you kind of lose yourself. Yeah. I didn't find myself, I lost myself after soccer, 100%. Lost, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't start realizing and and grabbing on to my vision again and my why again until I moved to Charlotte. Yeah. In 2016. Okay. What, five years ago? Yeah, yeah. And so in that moment, the reason why it was easy at that point, because I, to me, was at rock bottom. I didn't have anything. I didn't have anybody to, to rely on. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I was like, okay, like if I don't get this together, knowing, knowing what I want, yeah. this is going to be a miserable life, one. But two, I also have a child, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> which that is... And, which brings me to my point. If you need to get me to my, if I have to get to my dark place because of uh, work, because of um, an athletic event, because of whatever it is, and I need to put the hours in, I think about my son. Okay. I think, and I think about my future children. I think about my my future wife. Yeah, like I can't do what I know is necessary for me to do to get where I want to be. I can't not do those things, understanding that they're watching me. You know, my wife's not here yet, but I know she's she's already when I get to where I'm supposed to be, she'll be there. My future children will be there, but right now my son is here. It's like clay being developed. You know what I'm saying? And obviously with that relationship, that takes me to a whole other place because I don't get the time with him. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? And so and that's always what I wanted. I just wanted the time. I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want anything else. Yeah. I'm not trying to take take. You know. Take like, it all. You know. <laughs> I just. I wanted the time. And so for me, I think about my son. I think about my my grandparents. The sacrifices they made. And I just put the work in. Like it go. It goes dark. So uh, so 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 okay. So basically, so so all, all, so you utilize. You take all of that. Mm-hmm. Everything that's important to you. Everything that you've been taught. Everything that you're looking. for towards and you fuse it together to put you in a mindset to execute whatever it is you're doing whatever it is it doesn't right. matter what what pain i'm facing i say you can't hurt me you know and that mm-hmm. that's inspired by david goggins if you haven't read that book like and i just kept at one point you know i just kept repeating that to myself okay you, you know me. you can't hurt me you, can't you know me. like at one point 
That's all I remember saying to myself. Gotcha. <laughs> so people, so to, to 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 basically what he's saying is he took life experiences, he took desires, he took things that that he wants to internalize that mean something to him, and he uses that as fuel to push through times when he doesn't want to push through. Right. I think that's vital to understand and and, uh, and hear the fact that he finished faster times when he was dead tired is to me it, it has, as as insane. But it goes to show the power of the mind when you lock in on that Joker. It's powerful. It's powerful. powerful. So getting back to the <laughs> the vision, yeah. Getting back to, I'm just curious, like what caused the shift for you? Because I know, like when I moved to Charlotte. That's when the shift started happening, where I was like reminded who I who I am, because I again lost that for a little while. I was reminded who I was, was reminded of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Surrounded, began to surround myself with with like minded individuals, mm-hmm. and then I now have been laying that that groundwork. It hasn't been smooth, yeah. you know. It was rocky, mm-hmm. a lot of hills and valleys, but five years later. I'm in a completely different place than yeah. I was when I first moved here. So what was it for you? What caused that shift? The shift to to begin to put things in place or the shift to to uh to make the vision clear? The shift to put things in place okay. when you lost the vision. So for, for me so for me personally, I don't think I ever lost the vision. Ooh. Okay. Right? Like uh like, okay, so like so I always knew how I wanted to live. Okay. I think my way of getting there, that is what changed. Okay. Right? For me, like, man, when I, when I tell you, man, like, I was exposed to, I had a great, great childhood, man. I was, I was a kid. I used to play dog. We, we, we would have my little league football game in Atlanta. We'll get in the car and drive down to Florida State with my uncle and brother play football. Right? I'd be on the field watching these guys. Sundays, I'm watching Ravens. Uncle Pete played the NFL. We going to Columbia, to my, 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 my grandmother's house. Now they, I call them the, the, the real, the real Cosby's. Mama B, she owned her own furniture store. Doc, he was the head on college of the Southeast, right? They had a five story mansion, three kitchens, an elevator, range of benches and range of all kinds of stuff, right? Mm. That's what I was exposed to. Yeah, I wanted that. Gotcha. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like I want that kind of life. And so I knew I wanted that. Now my avenue of getting there for me was football. Yeah, that's all I knew. So I love the game. I love it to this day. Right? I thought that was gonna be my my my, my tool to create the wealth that I wanted to have. That didn't happen. And so that is what create. Okay, cool. Damn. Like the vision didn't change. Now I got to figure. Okay, cool. How can I create that still? Okay. How can I still build a life to where my wife she ain't got work she don't want to. My kids they ain't want it for nothing. They have everything they need. How can I make that happen? Okay, cool. Sales. Get, get in the sales. My uncle works software sales. My dad does sales. They make hella money. I'll get in the sales. Cool. Get in the sales. Realize I ain't trying to do this shit. I ain't trying to work, I ain't trying to work for 40, 50 years. Right. That sucks. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Vision change again. Mm-hmm. So then, if, 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 but then it, goes, it gets to the point to where, okay, cool. Now I found an avenue that I want to pursue to create the life I want to live. And it, it expands. It expands. Right. Though the the hows expand because when you have again your, your why is clear the how doesn't matter right I, I didn't found six different why six, six different hows to create yeah. the life I want to have right the vision always been the same 
the avenue to get there is what has changed. Got you. Right? That's the only difference. And so, and so getting around folks who actually had the life I wanted to have outside of my family and seeing different ways to create it while still having time as well at the end of the day, now, okay, cool. I can rock with that. Now, what, what is necessary to get there? Okay, do this, do that. Okay, cool. Now it comes down to actually being disciplined and being committed to yourself and your goals to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Right? You got an avenue. Now you got now I got to build the habits to make it come true. Period. Yeah. Right. So for me, it, 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 it was the shift of finding the actual path, the vehicle to get towards the vision that I always had, man. And that was a life of abundance. Right. A life of retiring. My mother. My mom is my baby. My real mom and my step. I love both of them equally. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love you guys, both of you. Right. But my mama, Mama Lisa, you doing good. My dad got you. <laughs> Mama Marcy, uh, uh, Marshanelle, she got herself. Yeah. I got her. You know what I'm saying? I want to give her a life she never had before. Right? She's turned, she turned 50, 53 this year. Yeah. Right? I, I want to retire my mom before she turns 60. That's my goal, right? If if not earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Right? I, th- I, think, I think that's a stretch goal, not a stress goal. Right? My goal is before that, if I can, if I can get her out in the next four or five years, it'd be perfect for me. Yeah. Because she has no plan. Right. To get out, she has no four hundred one k. She has no 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 damn uh, pension. She has no investment account. So what what what's she gonna do? Right. You know what I'm saying? Collect Social Security? No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. She ain't, hell no, bro. So it's up to me to make sure I do what I gotta do, so she can live how I want her to live and how she wants how how she deserves to live. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So to again, the vision never. Never, never was faded or lost. That's always been the same. Just the the way to get there is what has changed. As we wrap up here, why do you think it's possible to create the life that you want? Hell, because I'm putting work in to do it. But also, I've seen it. Right? I again, I think exposure, exposure. And so, when you have seen multiple people living the way you want to live. In my mind, it's like, hell, I could do it too. Yeah. Right, there is nothing that anybody has done that I cannot do and that you cannot do who's listening to this doggone podcast. It may not be the same way. It may not happen as fast. But if a human being did it, another human being can do it as well. Yeah. Period. I agree. I agree. What's funny is I, I remember my first time. I, we were in, me and my boy Will, we were at a, a soccer tryout. In Maryland, we went to go visit his aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. So we stayed there during the tryout. And another another wealthy family. This was this was the first time I saw wealth on this level. Yeah. Okay. Multiple homes, m- multiple cars. You know, happy. Yeah. Successful, retired. But that was the first time I I was in a Rolls Royce. She didn't even know what a Rolls Royce was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Fur being on the on the floor, I was like, "What?" You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm I'm over here petting the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but what that was allowing me to do was dream build. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And and goes right back to what you were saying. Like you might not have the opportunity to go sit in a Rolls Royce. You might not have people around where you can go experience the mansion. But you can drive through those neighborhoods. Yeah, you can pull them up on Google. We all have Google. So you can go test drive cars. You can go test drive cars, you know, if you got certain credit. You know? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you gotta have certain credit. 
credit score. But what I'm trying to get at is don't allow like your current circumstances to put ceilings on your life. Yeah. That's it. Because yeah. your current circumstances, they're not reality. It's just a season. And if you look at it like that, you remove the ceilings, you go get the life that you want. Yeah. You know, you might have to change the vehicle. You may have been in that vehicle for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. It may be the wrong vehicle. But if you still have breath in your lungs, guess what? There's still time. Clarify what vehicle is. It's not an actual car, guys. It's, no, it's, it's, no. It's the avenue to get to you want to get to, basically. Yes, I know we were talking about cars. <laughs> <laughs> no, the vehicle is the avenue. Yeah. The avenue. So if you could take anything away from, from tonight, it's, you know, the sky's the limit. It always has been. When you realize you are limitless, you can have whatever you want. I think also, too, we should add in there, keep the vision in front of you yeah. as well. As well. I think to, to add to the point about why why visions or why dreams are lowered, because I think folks remove it from in front of them yeah. for too long mm. because of, uh, because of uh, circumstances and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. The the vision begins to escape their mind or and, and I mean, you lose sight, the whole idea of out of sight, out of mind, yeah. right? If even, even, even in the roughest time of your life, if you keep that dream in front of you, that vision in front of you, and your mind set on where you're going towards, you will never lower your vision because you you know what you're aiming towards regardless of what's going on in your life. Yeah. Always keep it in front of you, period. Man, that was fire. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate y'all. As always, we love y'all. Please let us know what you liked about this one. You know, Please reach out if, if you've been in that season where you felt like, man, maybe I'm slipping. Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this... This thing they call life is a little too hard, and I don't think I can accomplish what I want. Reach out to us because it's it's the community. It's the community that that you need right now. I needed it, and I and I have it now. Yeah. Um, I needed it when I needed it most is when it appeared. So always feel free to reach out to us. We're here for you. Uh, we love y'all. Until next time, peace.